0: pdpw on demand here's bill baker hello and thank you for joining us this week on the pdpw podcast michael hoffman is eight out of nine children and loves learning especially when there are a lot of personalities under one roof michael recaps an important message this week to love louder you know, it's kind of funny uh, if you go online and look it up, uh, look up Love Louder, especially on my Facebook page, you'll see that there is a sub-channel called Love Louder. I started I started hashtagging it, everything. Hashtag Love Louder. That's my battle cry. Hashtag Love Louder. It was funny because there was a, a young man, he's actually a minister an African-American man with his young son, and he was involved in, in the protest, the peaceful protest. And when shots ran out, he was terrified just like everyone else. He was holding his son, and he ended up being interviewed. He happened to be by a reporter. They pulled him aside. They were asking you know, his opinions and what was going on, and they were looking for sound bites that I'm sure they could use to fan the flames. And his response were the exact same words. He said, I appreciate what you want me to say, but my response is... The only way to take out what we're facing today is to be louder than the hatred that we hear. We need to love louder. Now, I, I'm sorry if we were kind of jumping into the uh, the deep end as far as emotion and what you might find is is fuzzy stuff or, or mushy stuff, but I have to tell you that everything that you'll hear from me, every business technique, every communication skill, and trust me, I've been a teacher and a trainer for the Fortune 100 companies around the world and Fortune 500 and 1,000 and small and large companies, my job is to bring the tips and techniques on what we say, what do we do in this situation to really have influence, whether I'm a frontline worker or a manager or an upper level manager. We all have our roles and how we handle that on purpose. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that underneath any business skill, any success I could give you to grow your farm, to grow your family, to grow your team, is, is based on the idea that you have great influence. Your job is to love louder. How we do that, man, we could spend the rest of our lives adding to that skill bag, you know? We really, no joke, we could spend the rest of our lives going through camps and tips and techniques and just doing all kinds of things. And because being a person of influence is not a job. There's a difference between a job and a profession. A job is something I can learn to do. I'm going to read the manual, I'm going to get taught, and I can get better at it with repetition. But a profession is something I'm never done learning doctor, salesperson, farmer, you know, um, dairy professional. (laughs) You know, this is something I will never be done learning. That's why I'm part of the PDPW, because I want to continue my craft. We're absolutely never done learning. And so I will continue to do that. Well, the foundation of all these skills is based on the idea of loving louder. And I'm going to base all of my approaches through the lens of the greatest power in the universe and to me, that's love. Uh, demonstrate it to me. I get it, <laughs> you know, and I wanna reflect it and I wanna be it. So I wanna talk about culture. I wanna talk about, you know, really taking the concept of loving louder and using it for good during this time. Because I think now more than ever, we are in need of approach. We're, we're, we're all grasping for what do I do next? What do I do uh, at the farm? What do, I, what do I do with my team? What do I do with my family? to really stay connected and glued together during this time? How do we build a culture that when the noise gets louder, we get closer versus splitting up and diver- and just disappearing? I don't want to shrink. I want to grow. And I want to get tighter as a group and have more influence on purpose. And uh, how do I do that, Hoffman? And I say... Welcome. What a time of growth we're in. What an opportunity to really look at the cultures that we have that are being tested right now. You know, um, when I say tested is nothing grows without pain even on a cellular level, (laughs) you know, when when plants grow, when, when we as humans grow, our cells divide, there's a ripping and a tearing. There is no such thing as growth without pain on some level. And right now it's just obvious. And the world is going through it. It's not just us. You know, everybody is going through it. Our cultures are being tested. What do we do when things get crazy? I wrote a book, co-author with a book, that was originally written in the late 90s called Positively Outrageous Service. It was originally written by T. Scott Gross, a personal friend of mine and speaker buddy. And after he came down with Parkinson's, uh, he gathered myself and a buddy of mine by the name of Andrew Zabo, and we basically sort of converged our organizations into one a few years ago uh, to keep the concept of Positively Outrageous Service and take it to the next level. Because I think now more than ever, the experience of what we have And what we create is done more and more on purpose and is needed to be approached more and more on purpose. Uh, And there's lots of business reasons for that, but I think it's also on a personal level as well. So I became a co-author with the third edition of the book that came out a few years ago. That book has sold almost 400,000 copies since its first release and has changed organizations. And that's what we do. But there are three concepts I want to kind of roll out to you today to say, what about our culture? What do we do to sort of ignite our culture? What do we do to take these times and really sort of do things that galvanize our team when things are very stressful? And Positively Outrageous Service is built on three principles. There are seven habits that an organization can do, a family can do that to take a look at, but they're based on three principles. Three principles that basically the things that we do, whether I'm a frontline person or whether I'm the head of the group or anywhere in between, the things that I do when I'm in front of a human being that really have influence on creating that wow experience. See, it's not just getting the job done. that That's your job. You're supposed to get your job done. You're supposed to be good at your job. And you're supposed to always be trying to get better at your job. But I'm talking about the experience in that job with you. When, I'm, when I am connecting with people, when I am working with people, when I am uh, serving other people, the things that I do and say have great influence. And there are things that I can do and say that create an experience that have people walking away doing business with me or living with me or being a part of my family that say, wow, that's why I shop here. It's not getting the job done. It's the positively outrageous service opportunities. It's that wow experience you can't wait to tell others about. That's what POS is. It's different than just the status quo. And it's just different than doing a good job. It's creating those moments that have people go, this is why I shop here. This is why I love being a part of this family. Uh, On a business level, Fast Company had an article where they said 75 to 80% of all revenue generated by any organization will be in direct connection to the service experience. That's huge. The, The majority of our income is directly based on the experience the people that do business with us receive. Uh, that, uh, that just drives home the idea. And I, and I totally agree with that. And you know it too. You've done business with organizations that might have cost more money, that might have been a little bit harder to get to, but you just feel differently with them. You are part of them versus a victim of them. They are your people. And, and if, you, if, you've ever, if you've ever walked away from an organization that, that had exactly what you wanted at exactly the price, but you could not stand the experience, then you know the opposite. Positively outrageous service is everything. So how do you build a strong team on positively outrageous service? How do you keep people going during crazy times like this? Principle number one, random and unexpected. Principle number two, out of proportion of the circumstances. And then principle number three is play and involvement. We may break these down a little bit more later on, but I just want to go over them quickly because I want to leave you with some action items. Random and unexpected is basically me going out of my way on purpose as a principle to say, look for the opportunities when I can just be unexpected, when I can do something that the people that I work with, live with, work for, Go, I didn't expect that. That was awesome. It's like the mint on the pillow. It's the extra pickle. (laughs) It's the card at breakfast time at the table that it's not even my birthday and you left me a love note. It's the things that make me say I'm seen. Random and unexpected are the things that I can do within my team for my customers that make them know that I know you. I give you a challenge. I want you to find something this week that you can do that nobody expected you to do above and beyond. There's something that makes something better, something that goes out of the way to say, this is just for you. And and, and I don't want anything in return. It's not about that. It's not about getting more money or building more business. It's just because I see that you need it. You know, one of the things I love watching my wife do is build community in our neighborhood. She's great at it. One of the things that she still does that I think you know everybody says, oh my gosh, it's so old-fashioned, but we get more impact from it. She is like a hawk when it comes to people moving into the neighborhood. She, oh boy, she can't wait for someone to move in the neighborhood because literally it gives her an excuse to make the biggest batch of cookies you've ever seen in your life and the coldest milk and putting it in a little basket or some sort of presentation that's just so adorable and using that as an excuse to drop it off at their doorstep with a note that says... Hey, we're right down the street. This is our address. Um, we've got extra hands if you need help, but we know that you need some sustenance to keep going. So enjoy these cookies and this milk. And, and we just want to say welcome to the neighborhood. A, a lovely note, handwritten, stuffed in a little basket. Random and unexpected. Nobody expected it. People don't do that anymore. But I tell you what, it changes the perception of this neighborhood. It changes the perception of people that live on this block and how they see me. Immediately welcomed. God, I love her doing that. She's just so powerful. What, are you, what can you do that's random and unexpected for your family this week? To love on your kids, to love on your spouse. One of my love languages, for my, or my, my wife's love languages, is acts of service. Her lowest is words of affirmation. And I'll explain that maybe in a future podcast. But, but I, what that means is I don't write her any notes. I can't write her a love letter. And one of mine is words of affirmation. So I could write you sonnets, man. I could go. I mean, I work for a living with my mouth. So I can, I can talk. But my wife doesn't want that. What she really, if I really want to get her, I'll wake up in the morning and empty the garbage. And I'll get more kudo points for that, even though that's not what I'm doing it for, but I know that starts your day off right. What can you do that's random and unexpected for your family, for the people on the farm, for the people that you do business with and that do business with you? The the second principle is out of proportion to the circumstances. What can you do that is just above and beyond? I'll give you an example. Got on a plane and I flew out to Atlanta, Georgia. And I was uh, getting a rental car and I was driving and heading down south to about an hour and a half down to Columbus, Georgia from Atlanta. It's about an hour and a half drive. And I was about 30 minutes into it and I get a call. And uh, she goes, uh, Hello, is this Mr. Hopp? And I said, Yes, this is. She goes, Hi, uh, Mr. Hopp. And this is Mary from American Airlines. I said, Hello, Mary. She says, Mr. Hopp. And I'm calling because did you forget something on the airplane? And I said, What? She goes, Did you forget something on the airplane? And I said, I don't know, Mary, did I forget something on the airplane? She goes, yeah, I think you did. I go, well, are you gonna tell me what it is? She goes, no, I can't do it. I said, Mary, this is a horrible, horrible game. Tell What What did I forget? And then it hit me. <gasps> Mary, did I forget my computer? Did I forget my laptop on the plane? She goes, yeah, you did. I went, oh, no. I said, Mary, my, <laughs> my laptop is everything. She goes, yeah, it usually is. Uh, but I, I, I knew it was your seat, and so I thought I would give you a call. And uh, sure enough, yeah, it is your laptop, Mr. Hoffman. Um, can you come back and get, it? I go, gosh, dang it. I'm, I'm like 35 minutes down the road, but I'm going to turn around and again. I can't move. Mary, it's my life. She goes, well, I tell you what, when you get to the airport, and if you don't know, Atlanta is a very large airport. She goes, come to the red terminal. We're down in the dungeons, but don't pay for parking. Just let me know you're close and you don't have to get out. You don't have to come find us. I'm going to find you. So give me a heads up where you're going to be and I'll meet you. And I go, you do that for me. She goes, yeah, we do that for you, Mr. Hoffman wow that's awesome and so I hung up the phone I got there and as I drove up I I let her know and she actually came up took her a few minutes out of her time but she didn't have to do that I mean if you've ever done business like that before you got to go to lost and found you got to put it in a claim you got to look at no Mary sought me out random and unexpected and it was out of proportion to the circumstances my gosh that was too that was a twofer and it was so out of proportion for what she's supposed to do that I talk about it all the time I took pictures with her (laughs) <laughs> you know, I put it on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. This is Mary from American Airlines. This is why I shop here. I love it. What can you do to be out of proportion to the circumstances this week? I got one more for you, and that is one of the founding principles of Positively Outrageous Services to play. If you want to come across and love louder, find ways to bring joy. People are so stressed out right now. So where's the levity? Where's the release? Where's the joy? What could we possibly do to keep moving forward? There are so many things that are out of our control, but the one thing that isn't our control is how we react to the situations. I love a team that ups the gameplay during challenging times. I'll give you an example. I I have a a good uh, next-door neighbor of mine, a good friend of mine, whose daughter and her husband own an amazing balloon company. It's massively huge here in Dallas, Texas. And They're the biggest in the area. If you go to their home office, they have this turnover of kids that are kind of coming in. They really, really support the teenage workforce and give these kids, you know, whatever time that they can give for a little money in their pocket, but some little experience on customer service and that type of thing. So they've got all these high schoolers and young college people that are working for them throughout the summer and, and those odd job type of things. But what they do is they create a sense of community by having games in their office, there is a chess board that is not on the table, but up on the wall. It's a, it's a 3D chess board that goes vertical as opposed to horizontal. It's the weirdest thing, but it's so cool. It's so interesting that even if you don't play chess, you want to try. And by the way, it's everybody's game. Everybody's playing chess. It's a vertical chessboard, and then it's got a white or black, which is, whose turn is it, white or black? And if you happen to be by the board and you know it's the white's turn, you can make a move. It's the coolest thing. They're constantly doing more games like raffles and bingos and guess the, the movie quotes. They've got things that are involving that keep the joy going when the tornadoes rise. I like that. You know, when, when the quarantine happened, and I know we were separated by distance, my family started Zoom bingo nights and Zoom game nights. And we started connecting more on the weeknights over dinner. We just had dinner together. We had like three laptops that were up around the tables uh, from other families. And they saw us, and we saw them, and we had dinner together. And we had conversations that we never had before. And it was absolutely amazing. The grandkids thought it was absolutely nuts. What are you doing that's playful? What are you doing that's involving getting your people involved? You know, your customers want to play too. Your customers want to see this place as a place of joy, as a place to that's easy to do business with. You know, the old saying is, it's not how I feel about you that makes me trust you. It's how I feel about me when I'm around you. And I think you might get that because, you know, the, the definition of trust, I like that definition of trust. It's not how I feel about you. It's how I feel about me when I'm around you. You've done business with somebody that wasn't very trustworthy. Or maybe you you had your guard up. You don't know why, but you had your guard up. That is a sign of trust, and it's probably the biggest business word we can focus on over the next decade or so. But it all comes down to how I feel. When you feel like I am for you, then you don't have to be for you. And a lot of that comes with joy. I am for you. I really am. I'm for you. I'm for your well-being. I'm, I'm going to listen more. I'm going to joke with you more. I'm going to try to make you smile when I get an opportunity. I'm going to go out of my way to play. How about you? What are you doing this week? Here's my challenge for the week. Can you be random and unexpected? Can you be out of proportion to the circumstances? Can you find an opportunity to play and build involvement? We are not the victims of our culture. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of things going on right now, and we can be involved in all of it. Matter of fact, I think that's a secret to it. And My call to you this week is not to shrink, but to stand up. And when the voices that are negative get loud, when the voices of hate get loud, the only power that can change that is love. So when you find yourself feeling challenged, when you find yourself feeling, I don't know what to do, love louder and see what happens. Our thanks to Michael Hoffman for today's message. You can find more information about Michael at ignitingperformance.com. And a big thank you to you for taking the time to listen and support these PDPW weekly podcasts. We hope they carry you through the week in a positive way. Until next time, have a safe week. PDPW, Dairy's professional development organization. More details at pdpw.org.